Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to the Brilliant Light Wellness Podcast, where host Joanne Nuaduck and her expert guests will shed light on issues that impact your health, love, and happiness. Hello, and welcome to Brilliant Light Wellness, where we are here to shed light on health, love, and happiness. I am here with my friend and colleague, Sandy Dacey, who is a fantastic sound healing practitioner and an entertainer, and you also happen to be the producer of this show. So we thought it very appropriate for us to get together today and share what what are some of the tools that are used in sound healing? Many people are familiar and have heard the names and other people haven't got a clue what we're talking about. And one of the reasons I wanted to do this is because at the end of most episodes of the Brilliant Light Wellness podcast, I'm going to be adding something called Brilliant Sound Moments. And these Brilliant Sound Moments are intended to be a an opportunity for us to stop and calm ourselves down, whether it's going to be used for busting out stress in our lives or just relaxing and getting centered. Someone can use it as a moment to meditate. They're going to be short, just maybe, you know, two to five minutes maximum. And I'll be using one of the sounds or one of the tools to share with people, right? So um, we thought it would be a good idea to explain what these are. So welcome, Sandy, and should we get going? Yes, thanks so much, Joanne. No problem. I'm loving just sharing some of the samples of, of our, our new friends, our, our tools here that we've been using with sound healing. So I think the first one we could start with is, I believe it's the most ancient tool that humans have had, and that's our voice. And Sandy, you, as a, a voice coach, you understand how important it is for people to tap into their voices. And it really is our most ancient tool. And, and using sound, our bodies love the sounds that our, our voices make and we resonate with it. So there's an ancient practice called toning. And it's where the body, you create a sound that, that you can feel a resonance right in our body. And it can be anything from the sound of OM, which many people are familiar with if they do yoga practice. But today we're going to do a sample of a sacred vowel system. And when we do that, we start low and we're going to work our way up, almost like a picture, you know, from our base up to our head. And as we tone these ancient sounds, it helps to align and balance and energize our energy systems. Mm -hmm. Okay. Many people, it is often referred to as a chakra toning. Um, but regardless of, you know, how you think of it, 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 it just feels good to do. It really does. It does. I, I think phonetically yeah. though, what we're going to be sharing as well, mm -hmm. they're called sacred vowels because they really have been used for, you know, since the dawn of time, as far as um, we know, uh, with the, the specific phonetic of it. So whether it's the sound of E or I or A or O, yeah. um, it's not in particular the vowel sounds, but it, it does cover yes, all of them, really. It does. It does. Um, and so why don't we do a sampling of that, starting, starting with the bass. Very, it's a very guttural sound, and, and we invite listeners to uh, 
tone along if this is something that you're comfortable with. I know for myself, I do this in the shower and, and whenever I want to settle my system, I find it very grounding and I don't have to, I don't have to have a tool with me. I don't have to have an instrument with me. It's just, it's always with me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you can speak, you can tone. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And it was a wonderful way of helping to open my voice as well. Right. Uh... one thing to listen to someone toning it's a completely different experience to step sometimes past one's comfort zone and to actually make these sounds and and sit quietly with feet placed on the floor and palms up best to do um in a quiet setting but can be done anywhere except not ideally in your car unless it's in a park situation actually a car is maybe a quiet place to go and hide out if you're having a busy you know actually it can be something that you can do either after a drive to work in the morning if you have a commute sitting in the car put it into park but for the sake of like two minutes before going up into your your workspace uh take a moment and do something like a toning Mm -hmm. and uh center yourself and feel the, the the ideal energy that i think we're going for that i know i'm going for is i feel very i feel grounded i feel relaxed and i feel energized Mm. And then I know that whatever I do in that day usually flows with lots of positive energy. It feels like uh, calm clarity to me. Calm clarity. I love that. experience that I've had as well. So that's a great tone, a term for Mm -hmm. for Tony. The next one we want to introduce is the Tibetan bowl. Mm. Beautiful bowls that are um, very ancient. You know, they can be made modern, but the practice... um, uh, is is very ancient. They were often hammered out of a variety of different metals, and um, not necessarily from Tibet. But no, exactly. We call many, them Tibetan bowls, but for all that area and and many countries mm-hmm. around the world uses this. And 
they are musical and they make a sound and they can be played in a couple different ways. One, if I can grab my mallet here, is that when we circle it or rub it around the edges, mm-hmm. it starts to hum. If we're quiet here, you can hear it. I'm not certain that that will translate very well in the uh, um, podcast recording, but just to give an idea, but the other way it can be played is with a mallet and it's more of a gong sound. So with these bowls, they come from very small to very large, and they can be used in in many ways. Um, One is simply to hold it and the gong and feel the resonance reverberate towards us. Mm -hmm. And, And a practitioner can use it to do what we call a sound bath and hold it around on the outside of uh, a person's body. But these can also be placed directly on the body and then gonged and that vibration, it it gets deep within our, our, right down to our bones and it has a really amazing feeling and done effectively can actually help with um, pain, reducing pain and, and help release sometimes emotions. I've had people you know, just get this wave of emotion and feel like they need to cry and release something that was pent up inside. And that was one sound. Uh, I'm just going to play another. That was my bowl. Here's mm-hmm. one of Sandy's bowls. Mm-hmm. Can it? Can Absolutely. It yes. Yeah. So you can hear it definitely has a higher sound to it. Higher tone. Now there's also, it's fascinating that there's programs that you can play, say, a bowl or a note, and it goes onto the computer, and it'll actually tell you what tones. Mm-hmm. Bowls, bowls often have multiple tones, right. and they can also... The actual musical yes, notes. Yes, yes, yeah, and the musical exactly. notes. And Absolutely. often, yeah, when they're played near or on the body, the sound goes where it needs to go most, is yeah. what I have found yeah. in, in our you know, kind of practitioner uh, classes. And with working with clients as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I find that people, you know, just enjoy the sensation. Last year we had a retreat and, and our mentor, Sharon Karn from Sound Wellness came and she brought her beautiful, she has just the most magnificent uh, collection of Tibetan bowls. And she came and we just sat in the circle quietly and she just played them in a series of, of, um, gongs and and rotation around which bowl she was playing and and sometimes there's set sequences and other times you can just play it intuitively intuitively what feels good and people that had never experienced it before were coming up and just saying that was just so beautiful you know often the sensation can be it can range from i feel like i'm floating to my body feels heavy as if i'm I just don't want to move it. I just love the sensation. I'm, I'm so comforted and, and yeah, in the flow. Yeah, it's beautiful. Now we're transitioning now from the Tibetan bowl to a crystal bowl, and crystal bowls are 
they're magical <laughs> in my mind. They're so beautiful. They're very different sound. They're not one that you gong, but you do a, just a slight rub to them. And they range in size in, in many different sizes. And the first time I experienced a crystal ball sound, well, maybe not the first time, but one of the times that distinctly stands out is I had done a um, yoga class at the beginning of a retreat. And my eyes were closed. She'd asked us to lie in Shavasana and just relax. And then she started playing her crystal ball. And the sound was so amazing. I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. I couldn't tell what direction. It felt like I was enveloped in the sound. And so, as you know, crystal bowls, Sandy, are uh, ones that we don't place directly on the body. We, It's more in tune with, I guess, almost our energetic um, field would be a good way of putting it. Mm -hmm. But they do have an impact on us. Mm -hmm. And so... And they're considered singing bowls as well. Yes, singing because, bowls. That's another yeah, term. So, yeah, let's share a sample. So they that's right. So we do a sample. I'm not going to play it full volume because no, I think yeah. I'd blow the mic. But just the sound. to give you shivers big time yeah <laughs> yeah and also too it's super cool uh to notice where in the body we feel them because these come in you know certain uh different sizes and uh, some of the uh or many of the crystal bowls actually kind of correlate to a certain yes. chakra or energy center yes. in yes. our body so so I don't know if we should yep. give it away or not. But. Well, that particular one was the uh, solar plexus. And uh, yeah, a letter E. Although when working with um, crystal bowls, you don't necessarily, you can use the same one. You mm -hmm. can, in the sense, you take that energy, that vibration, that frequency, and you can direct it around the body. Again, often used is as a, um, a sound bath where it's held and aim that the um, sound is directed at different parts of the body and people. The mouth yes, of the yes. Bowl, yeah, right? the mouth of yeah, the bowl. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So if anyone so, felt that in their belly, yeah, <laughs> then you're right in tune. That might be, uh, you know, the beginning of uh, some release and healing for you. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, the next thing I wanted to bring up is that the. Um, what you're holding in your hand. Can you share a little bit about what you've been up to? Okay. Yes, absolutely. So these are, um, they're little symbols is what they are. And not the symbols that you use in, you know, the, on your uh, computer keyboard. The big clash. Um, they're, yeah, actually they're just, they're called tingshas. And oftentimes these are used, I have experienced them as, uh, kind of a call to mindfulness. So at the beginning of a yoga session or a meditation or something where there's there's a mindfulness practice that it starts with using the tingshas just to call to mind the practice has begun and then also to end it. Mm -hmm. It's got a very interesting reverberation. I hope you can hear that. I'm sure you can, but I'll do it one more time a little closer to the mic. 
Lovely. It's just, yeah. And they, they can go much louder. than this. Yes, they can. They <laughs> if it's can. a loud room and there's din, you know, and you need to get people's attention. This is uh, something that's beautiful, but they're also very ancient and uh, are made of metal and they have a hole through the top. It's kind of like a small bell that's on the top as well. Yeah. And they're held together with often a piece yeah. of leather of some kind. And then you're, they're just held just above the bell of each and, Go ahead. Lock together. One more. Lovely. And that is a great segue into another item that, that Sandy and I both fell in love with and were introduced to by, again, Sharon, our, our mentor. And these are song pods. I'm just going to do a little... They sound a bit like fairy dust. They are, they look a bit like an egg and they're metal and they have, I don't know, magic inside. They have little <laughs> bits of metal and, and, uh, I'm not even sure what's all inside that makes it, but a, a song pod actually can play in a couple ways. Right now, Sandy has one and I have one and they're playing together to make this sound. They can also be clanged together. I might have just made that a little too loud in front of the <laughs> microphone. My apologies if I did. And honestly, these are so fun. Like just, they really are. My kids will come up and they like to shake it all around them. And, and, and it kind of breaks up the energy uh, if it feels thick is what I found. Yes. And then also kind of clears or cleanses uh, a space or a client or... Yes anyone that feel a little um, discombobulated or, or really just kind of moving through a process that they have experienced through sound human. Absolutely. And I would say, honestly, in my mind too, they just make me smile, right? They just make me smile. You hear that? And uh, how can you not smile? So those, those are beautiful. Thank you for letting my song pod play with your (laughs) song pod today. You know, they remind me actually of uh, years ago, there was something called harmony balls, but the harmony balls, they were actually a small ball about the size of, I don't know, a grape. And some of them had were, had the shape of the earth on them or like the oh, continents on those them or are different. whatever. Exactly. Ah, okay. One is a pendant. Ah. So it was something that you could just oh, kind fine. of jingle. And so very similar to that, very although cool. I know there's a different process with those. Now I'm going to hand, oh yes, two. I'm going to give Sandy her drum. This is a drum that I feel quite close to because Sandy and I actually did a workshop together and we made drums. Mm -hmm. And today we have Sandy's drum here because drumming is one of the most ancient practices and tools of pretty much every culture in the world. And it can be very cathartic and very healing to be part and simply fun to be part of a drum circle. Um, I know it's becoming really very popular in, in corporate and even in schools. And uh, as I said, it's, you know, it, it, it can move energy, but it, it just gets us in there. It's primal. Mm-hmm. And so I think you suggested you were going to perhaps play about a, a heartbeat rhythm mm-hmm. just to share. And, and show how soothing this can be as well. Mm-hmm. 
Beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. My, my heart was beating faster and I went slower so we could kind of go through the process of if you're feeling like you're running fast um, and drumming can, you know, actually Calm slow your things system down, down a little bit. Exactly. So, yeah. That's beautiful. Well, that actually concludes the tools that we are and instruments that we're sharing with you today. Um, we also, oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. I jumped the gun. Thank you, Sandy. <laughs> Just a reminder that one of the other tools that's very popular amongst uh, sound healers is tuning forks. Now, we weren't sure that tuning forks were going to translate well, but they are, they are used in medicine. Um, we do use them in medicine. Uh, you can gong, er, clang, or, or strike, sorry, <laughs> strike a uh, um, tuning fork. And when it's placed on bones, you can uh, actually tell whether sometimes if there's breaks. It's a very ancient way of telling if somebody oh, had a break. Yeah, broken bone. Broken bone. Wow. Yeah. Okay. If you recall, we had one of our That's colleagues crazy. had a broken bone that was healing and she, we couldn't actually do some of the sound practices with her because it was something that was uh, triggering right. for her in that case. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it was used in diagnosis, but within the practice of sound, if you want to share a little bit how we might use that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So really this is um, the striking of it activates this, this particular one is actually the ohm sound, uh, believe Frequency, it or not. Yeah. yeah. So, but there are many that are um, trying to remember the hertzage that they're, actually attuned to but there's uh some that are perfect fifth tuning forks uh is a, a set of two individual forks that can actually help to uh calm your nervous system mm -hmm. but they have to be introduced to your system in a very gentle way right so you wouldn't strike it and then stick it you know straight up to your ears yes sort of thing. we bring it in but, slowly towards the ear exactly the energy field and that with the perfect fifth um it does affect the nervous system, but it also can help release nitric oxide, which is part of a, the healing cascade um, in our bodies, exactly. Yeah, which also transitions into what I do with light therapy right. as well. That's a whole other topic. Right, exactly. Yeah. So the perfect fifth is actually alluding to the, the musical term. Yes. That is actually uh, you know, the, uh, the root note and the fifth above it. So that's the way that they're designed. And that perfect fifth is often... Uh, a very general way, but is very effective in a lot of different circumstances. So that's often why they use the, the perfect. Yeah. yeah. But when we were doing our training, we had the opportunity to use multiple sets. There's a tuning forks come often in an array. They can be used as uh, you know, just two together, but you can also have whole sets of them and they're tuned to different frequencies and they all have a slightly different impact on our systems. Mm -hmm. But for the purposes of the brilliant sound moments, because that is something that needs to be done in person. Yes. Uh, we're not sharing that with you today. We're so, just letting you know about it. So um, it's a high pitched ring really yeah. is what it is, but yeah, it, um, it is something that needs to be monitored by someone who has been trained to use them. Yes. Uh, you know, anyone can learn to use them. You just need to know what the precautions are. Yeah, absolutely. Did you have anything else you wanted to share today? 
You know, uh, this is, I think we are just getting started with our collection of sound healing tools. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm, there are many others as well, uh, but the, I think we've got a, a good start on the, the basics for, for what would be helpful in sound healing. I agree. I agree. So for you as a listener, in, I would say at the end of most of our podcasts, we will now be introducing the brilliant sound moment. And in that moment, as I mentioned earlier, it'll just be a few minutes of one of these instruments being played so that you can take a few moments to quietly center yourself, release any stress that you're having, if any, allow your body to feel relaxed, energized, and go through the day with calm clarity. So we thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you, Sandy, for being here. And thank you, Sandy, for now piecing this all together so Mm -hmm. it comes out in a, a beautiful form. And we will say goodbye to you for now and ask you to make sure that you stay tuned at the end of every podcast. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Brilliant Light Wellness Podcast, where light is shed on issues that impact your health, love, and happiness. Join us weekly for new episodes. This is the EWN Podcast Network.